Wellness for the Rest of Us, the podcast where we talk about wellness topics from a bunch of different perspectives. I just said dunch, a bunch of different perspectives. Today we're going to talk about self-soothing techniques. So self-soothing is the practice of soothing one's own emotions or the big things that are happening inside. So I decided to do this in two parts. Because a wise woman told me yesterday that the human brain collects three pieces of information well. And then after that, it's a bit maxed out. So I'm going to give you three techniques today and then three techniques next week. And then we'll see where we're sitting, if we can take on more techniques. Or if if we're just going to leave it to the rest of all the episodes. Because as we progress through these episodes, every new topic that comes up is going to lead itself to more self-soothing so this is just just the start um every new thing that we talk about in practice is gonna allow us a better grasp on ourselves i guess and a better control of our nervous system so start with three techniques today and these can all be used either just as an everyday practice so anytime you think about it or as part of your day and they can also be used when you're feeling triggered so it's they're they're pretty helpful to be used all the time to keep your nervous system in parasympathetic nervous system as much as you can Um, but they can also be used when we're triggered and these will only work if we if we are aware of and accepting of the fact that we do get triggered and that we might need to use them and that what we're doing currently might not be the healthiest so if we we have to be aware of and accept the fact that sometimes we are a little bit on edge before these things will really work before we even want to use them so every week how I've been saying be aware of your triggers and your coping mechanism it's it's leading into these things being effective so this episode I want to talk about Having a good, first of all, having a good therapeutic relationship with yourself. Second, belly breathing. And third, shaking it out. So there are three really simple self-soothing techniques, like I said, that you can use anytime, especially when you're triggered. Um, the first one, which I think has been the biggest for me, it's been the biggest challenge and the most helpful moving forward, and that's having a good relationship with yourself. In this context, I'm going to speak more to how you think about yourself and how you talk to yourself and, and, and how you accept yourself. Having a good relationship with yourself is also about knowing yourself, but in this context, it's about being kind to yourself. And there's been a lot of studies in, a th- in the therapeutic field about the different modalities, and it always comes up that the relationship that you have with your therapist is the most important thing that is lead, that is going to lead you towards you know a, a positive effects um, in the therapy room so it's the same thing you've got to have a good therapeutic relationship with yourself and for me personally <laughs> I've never had this I'm not sure why we'll probably go into that more when we talk about um, the inner critic which I'm hoping to do next month but often when we are triggered There's a story that we're telling ourselves and it's usually a negative story about ourselves. So we have to speak to ourselves in the opposite way that we're tending towards in that moment with a lot of kindness. And I know that's really hard, but it takes a lot of practice. 
speak to yourself as if you were your child or your best friend. And I know you probably see this on Instagram all the time, but it only works if you practice it. So I do a lot of silly things. And now instead of this sort of vicious, that was so stupid. Why did you do that? You're an idiot. And a critic talk. Try and switch that around and be more like, that was silly. You know, it's got a different energy behind it, those two ways that you speak to yourself. And you're kind of both ways saying, oh, you made a bit of a mistake. But one way you're saying, you made a mistake, you're an idiot. And the other way you're sort of saying, oh, made a mistake, better luck next time, you know. And and those two different ways of talking to yourself will dictate how you feel about yourself and how you operate in the world. So that's our first one, really simple Watch how you talk to yourself and if it's not so good, switch it up. So every time you're triggered, you will be having a story and you will undoubtedly be saying not nice things to yourself. Um, And that could look like projection onto another two, but at the end of the day, it usually comes back to yourself and it's just about being kind in any way that you can in that moment. It might feel uncomfortable. In fact, it will feel uncomfortable, but a lot of this work is feeling uncomfortable and doing the thing anyway. Side note, I will be putting, trying, <laughs> trying to put reels on Instagram about these things. They're, they're not the best. Uh, I need to practice and have a bit of a reels tutorial, but it's, I, I understand that for some of us, it's kind of hard without a visual what everything looks like. So if you're interested on the Instagram wellness for the rest of us, and like I said, I'll get to TikTok but Instagram wellness for the rest of us and there will be some reels over the week about each one of these things. All right, the next one we're going to talk about is uh, belly breathing. And belly breathing is so simple and it's a bit of a buzzword and it's a buzzword because it is simple and it works. All you have to do is fill your belly up with breath and that sounds really easy, but not all of us can do it. I know when I started, I couldn't do it and I would I would be breathing and I'd be like, why can I not get a big full breath in? And it was just because I was so practiced at being in that flight or fight mode, those short (laughs) little breaths that were getting ready to, to, you know, for fighting. So it can be a bit of a challenge for us and you just have to practice over and over getting, getting your breath all the way into your belly. And you can start that in the mornings or when you're lying down, it's often quite a lot easier to really Breathe all the way into your belly and that, and at that stage in the morning you can put your hand on your belly so that you've got a better idea of where that air wants to head. But it's filling up your belly and even down the sides, if you just do that three or four times when you think of it or when you're triggered and that has the effect of slowing down your heart rate, which then tells your vagus nerve, which we talked about earlier, okay, everything's all right, heart rate's slowed down we can go back into parasympathetic mode. So it's that easy. And belly breathing has been shown to release serotonin, which is the hormone that stabilizes mood. So belly breathing slows your heart rate, puts your body back into parasympathetic mode, which is the rest and digest, and it stimulates serotonin. And it's so easy. Well, I mean, we might not all (laughs) crack it first time around, but all you have to do is breathe into your belly. And that's at that time when you've caught yourself being triggered but it's also at any time at any time through the day when you're sitting down when you as soon as you think of it just couple big deep breaths into your belly and that's really good for vagal tone as well it sort of 
makes your system come back to rest and digest quicker. It also has the added effect of getting us out of our heads, that ruminating, that thinking round and round that comes up with that, with that fight or flight, you know, that mental symptom. Focusing on getting our breathing into our belly is just automatically gets us out of our heads and that is a good thing. And the last one that I'm going to talk about today is like a shaking, moving, running, fighting. So it's it's moving your body and it's actions that mimic our sort of our fight or flight so that our system knows that an action has been taken to survive whatever threat has us into sympathetic mode. Of course, exercise is best. Aerobic exercise every day is best. That's kind of what we need. But if that's not the way that we vibe, if we're not so good at that, then my strategy is that I will do short, sharp dashes places. So when I have to go to the mailbox, I will like sprint like an idiot to the mailbox and it's maybe, I don't know, 50 meters away or I'll I'll sprint around to our rubbish bins, which is, you know, 100 meters away. So making those real fast dashes places and you might look like a bit of a peanut but it's it's good for comedic value for you and for everyone around you so get into it i think also like a big exaggerated wriggle um sort of shake out wherever you are just kind of shake your arms out shake your legs out do a big especially when you're triggered i find this (laughs) i find this kind of quite a um helpful thing to me and again it's comical which is helpful comical is helpful I will I will stop and I'll say I'm really triggered I'll use a swear word I'm triggered and then I'll go and just kind of shake it out and it's funny (laughs) for you and everyone around you but it's also really useful it's telling our system hey we can release all those hormones and things that we've got stored up ready to fight or fly because you know, we've done something about it. Our body has done something about it. We've moved. We've fought. Do a bit of sh- shadow boxing if you're if you're pissed off. Just quick shadow box. You know, it's 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 all really simple, easy stuff that again comes back to being aware of when you need to use these things. But you can also use them all day. Doesn't matter if you're not specifically triggered. So, in conclusion, first and foremost, we have to speak and think about ourselves kindly. And we'll go into that more as well as the podcast grows. But you have to establish a good therapeutic relationship with yourself. A good relationship with yourself. Um, The next one is to breathe into your belly whenever you can. Especially when you're triggered. But whenever you can. Make a routine out of it. A ritual out of it. Do five breaths before you get out of bed. Do a couple of breaths on the toilet. Ritual is another thing that humans really appreciate our brains appreciate it because then it's efficient it knows what's coming up it knows what it's got to do when it's got to do it so make a ritual out of these things <laughs> i turn that into more than conclusion and the next one is shake it out or move move your body you know theoretically fight or or flee there's ways that we can make these things kind of fun too um you know you can sing with your kids or yourself that's that's pulling air all the way into your belly and then if you're singing it's also having the added bonus of like giving your vagus nerve a little bit of a massage up there by your vocal cords so sing with yourself sing with your kids hum get comical (laughs) you know be a little bit silly with how you're shaking with how you're shaking it out 
or any of those things. Don't make it serious. Make it kind of fun. And sort of make sure you own what you're doing. Not many people, when we're not taught to self-soothe, it's, it's a really badass thing to be able to handle yourself in whatever way that looks like. And keep remembering that. So our work this week is to do, to do the self-soothing. Do those things. Recognize when you're triggered. Do the belly breathing. Shake it out when you can. Dash places. Dance a little bit rigorously. Um, and speak kindly to yourself. I'm going to practice that this week myself. So um, next week we will talk about three other self-soothing techniques. Um, thanks for tuning in. Bye.